This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, March 3rd. And this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. The way we do that is we ask you to contact us. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and you can click the Contact Us button, and we get your note. Now, at the end of this form, when you tell us everything about yourself, it says, would you be willing to come on the program with us? And if you say yes, Mark does everything else. And that is what Natalie did. Natalie is on the line from Miami, Florida. How are things in Miami? What a lovely time to be in Florida, right? Yes, Jill. Uh, Can't complain with the weather, that's for sure. All right, Natalie, tell me what brings you to our program. What can we do for you today? Thanks, Jill. Well, I've recently uh, just read your book. I've been following the podcast. And uh, my husband and I are now at a point where we have some funds coming in. We want to take the next step in uh, financial future and sort of in a crossroads of thinking what to do next, whether to invest um, in index funds or look at potentially more doubling down our, our 401k contributions. All right. So tell us, let's start with this. First of all, you have a husband, you work, how much do you earn? So collectively we make 260,000. 260, is that what you said? 260, that's correct. Okay. And how much are you each contributing to retirement? Are you both maxing out? We are very close to maxing out we just actually, because of you, uh, increased our contributions and now pretty much maxing out. Before Mark asks, I might as well ask you, are you doing pre-tax or post-tax? So I'm traditional and my my husband is um, in Roth. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Perfect. How much is in each of your retirement accounts right now? What's the total? Right. So mine is a 250. Yep. And my husband is significantly lower at around 20K, and that's because he he joined the corporate world a little bit later. Do you guys own or do you rent? We own. Tell us how much the house is worth. The house is worth close to 800000 Holy smoke Okay. And what's the outstanding mortgage amount? Around a 400000 We got lucky in the real estate and bought in early 2019. Oh, Mark, do you like that for a little market timing right there? Just lucky. Just lucky. It's good. What is the rate on the mortgage? 3%. 3%. And it's 30-year? Yes. Do you guys have kids? We have one little guy. He's two years old. And any money saved for him education-wise or other, you know, just in a, a general brokerage account, anything for him? 
So we have two. One, it's tiny. We basically less than a thousand dollars, but any sort of gift we put in there. And then my parents actually started a five two nine fund for him. Oh, I love your parents. Yeah. How much is in that five twenty nine plan? Uh, a few thousand. It just started. They're kind of building it up, but they contribute. Um, I think around five hundred a month. That's great. Are they also located in Florida or elsewhere? They're four blocks away, Jill. <gasps> Oh, you're you're living Mark's life. Yeah, I think so. It's it's right. child care coverage. Yeah, I guess. We just talked to somebody who's got some serious child care issues. So does that mean you don't have any daycare costs right now? Uh, we have some, but that's something that's coming up. We are looking at preschools and additional daycare, which I will estimate to be around 10000 a year. Oh my God. We were just talking to a guy in DC. He's got two kids and he's paying almost $50,000 a year in daycare. Yes. It's crazy. It's <laughs> insane. Something's got to give Mark. And I have a puppy too, but it doesn't compare. <laughs> um, what kind of puppy? A Yorkie. Oh, little baby. Um, okay. So let me ask a couple more like detailed questions and then we'll get, I'll let Mark weigh in here. Do you guys have life insurance? So I do through my employer. Do you know how much you have? I actually don't, Jill. That's something I need to do where it was one of those checklists. Okay. So let's put that on the checklist. Double. So confirm life insurance amount. So write that down and then also find out if you can buy extra coverage through work. If you can, you want to find out whether that coverage is portable, whether you can take it with you if you were to leave your job. Your husband should do the exact same thing. And do you guys have any other assets, um, rental property, a drawer for full of crypto, NFTs? What do you got? Um, we have a small brokerage account that's around uh, $4,000. Um, and then we got savings. We have close to $50,000 and I have a bonus coming in at around $30,000. Ooh, that's great. But I'm wondering what to do with. <laughs> okay. So is that the genesis of the contact? Like, what is it that you want us to try to help you out with today? Yeah. So, you know, I have this kind of additional money coming in. We have kind of this, uh, you know, savings account around 50,000, I think will hold us for kind of three to six months if we need to tap into it. But we want to kind of start preparing for the future above and beyond just a 401k. Mm -hmm. So does that, you know, I've heard you talk a lot about index funds. Is, is that something I should be looking at? Uh, but with inflation, with the market, I'm concerned if now is the right time to put that money in a new investment fund. When, is the, when will the bonus hit? Next Monday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, Mark, take it away with the bonus. Well, first and foremost, since you guys are so close to maxing out, I would just make sure that you both get to that point where you're putting in the 20500 Sounds like you're close, so that shouldn't be a problem. If you guys want to open up, Joe, what's the, you got the sheets there. Yep. The sheets. So, what's the, there's a brokerage, so there's a brokerage account with four grand in it. The When you say the sheets, you're asking for the Ed slot. What do you want to know from the Ed slot? Yeah, what's the Roth cutoff? The cutoff for the Roth IRA phase out this year is starts at 204,000. So these guys are above that, I think. Even if even when she maxes out. Uh now you guys don't have IRAs, existing IRAs either of you? No. 
So, I mean, they could easily do a backdoor Roth if they wanted to do that. Or you just throw, you just take that 50 grand and you just put it in your brokerage. I think it's a brokerage account thing. Now, are you, let me ask another question. Is it more important to you to sort of have like a pool of money available to help with these daycare preschool expenses? Because I'm a little worried that that comes into play. I think it's more important to to like put some money away into the brokerage account. You don't have to invest it all, by the way. You can you can keep some money that's sort of outside just to see how things rock and roll when those daycare preschool expenses kick in. I would rather you have a little bit more in that brokerage slash savings, like that taxable those taxable accounts as you make the transition to let's call it, you know, three to five, right? Like those, these, these next few years where you're going to have additional expenses, but before we start school, is your son likely to go to private or public schools once we start, you know, kindergarten? A private is our goal. What? I know. How much is that? (laughs) Between 11 and 15. Okay. So 15 grand a year. Mark, you know, they can use 529 assets to fund private school. You know, is that preferable or do you think they should fund it out of cash flow with that extra 15 grand? I think my initial reaction is to try funding it out of cash flow and see how that goes. I think so too, because I'd rather use that 529, let it build up for college. Let your let your parents do that. That's very nice of them. You guys concentrate on beefing up, you know, I agree with Mark, maxing out your retirement accounts, building up your savings and brokerage accounts. Don't freak out too much about this bonus and timing the market. We're talking about, yes, this year it might be like, oh, I'm scared. But, you know, we're talking that this is money I really think you should consider. When you look at the brokerage account, think of it, this is like sort of the zero to 15 year fund, meaning that like within the next 15 years, this money could be available to help supplement stuff for the kid. Okay. Are you going to have another kid? We're thinking about it. That's the plan. Yeah. So we're going to need this to be, this brokerage account is going to need to get built up, right? Right. So we want you to have some of that money. So th- my my sense is that the allocation should be a more conservative one because you might need to access this money. Now, hopefully- you're making more money. You guys are both making more money as time goes on. You won't need the brokerage account right away. You'll let it build up. But if you were to need it, again, if you were going to have, let's say you have two kids in private school, it's $30,000 a year. I want you to have some pile of money on which you could draw to help supplement that, especially by the way, if like, you know, something happens to either of you in your jobs or you don't make as much money or you're like, you know what, I'm, I got two kids. I can't be full time anymore. Or he says that, you know, there are a lot of different permutations of what could happen in the future. And I think the brokerage account gives you more flexibility than a Roth, even though Mark is probably mad at me for saying that. That's fine. If you're, if you're going to focus on the brokerage, then maybe I would look at making your retirement plan contributions Roth if you have that option available. Do you have a Roth option? Yes. I think that that's a good idea. Now, we're going to look into life insurance. You're both going to look into life insurance, right? How about wills? Do you have your estate planning done? Yes. All right. That's my girl. <laughs> this episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, 
Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. No extra payments on your mortgage, please. Um, and what else is out there that we need to worry about besides making sure that your your Yorkie is dressed well? <laughs> Well, one of the things we're thinking about is, you know, because real estate is where it is, we, we want to live in our home longer. Um, so we're considering, you know, doing some home additions. Okay. That seems fair. So, I mean, again, that would just, to me, suggest that all of the money that is coming in, at least in the next couple of years, is in a taxable account that you could draw on. If you had to do a huge renovation of some sort and you didn't want to drain that account, you could always do a home equity line of credit. But obviously with interest rates rising, you know, that can start to get expensive. So do you have a, a project, a specific and discrete project now that you think you want to do? Yes. What is it? Uh, at my dream kitchen in a garage. How much do we have to pay for that? That sounds expensive, Mark, doesn't it? <laughs> That's $100,000. Right. It sounds like a hundred to me. Yes. What is it? Yes. it's. Be- I would say between a hundred and 125. So, okay. Let me just say this. This money that's coming in right now, this bonus, this goes into cash. That's it. There's no investing this because you need the money. Okay. So now this is cash. Now what's the next thing? The next step is you've got to get a home equity line of credit. So while this money, this is going to come in, this, this cash comes in, you're going to sock it into your savings account. The next thing is you've got to establish a home equity line of credit, whatever. They'll give you a couple hundred thousand or 150,000, whatever it is, just establish the line. Don't draw it down yet. Do not pull down all of your savings. You leave yourselves with a, you know, a three or six month reserve, real ideally a six month reserve. All the money that comes in that's surplus money for you guys goes into savings. Hopefully you don't have to pull down the home equity line of credit for some time that you keep saving money and you're going to try to self-finance this as much as possible. Okay. Okay. But if you've got extra money, Again, it goes into savings. And when you're ready, and if, if all of a sudden you're like, okay, we've spent, I'm going to make this up. We've now spent $30,000 of our own money. We now need to pull down the line of credit for the next 70 or 100,000 that we need to pay. Do it, you know, take it out as you need it, but uh, do not let that savings account dip below your three to six month reserve. And ideally, again, six month reserve. Okay. 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 Perfect. And if your parents want to help you with this project, uh, just say, oh, we got it set. You take care of the 529 plan. We're great. All right. Um, Mark, are you good with that? Yeah. I was just curious. What does your extra cash flow look like right now on a monthly basis? Like at the end of each month, what do you guys have to play with? Around 3000 That's good. That's great. That's great. So let's get that three grand in the savings. You're going to pay. I'm very excited about this because are you, do you feel like, 
this project's going to start when? When do you really, you're getting plans approved. So it's going to start in the next couple of months, right? The goal is probably in the next six months. I want to hear from you by the end of the year. I want to know exactly what's happening. I want pictures of this new renovation, okay? Definitely. I would love it. I'll include my Yorkie in that as well. Excellent. (laughs) That sounds great. Mark, anything else that we need Natalie to think about? No, just don't turn around and sell the house. Yeah, no selling the house. Now you got to stay there. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a project on your, you know, in your future, if you've got a bonus in your future, if you've got a child in your future, if you've got a new job in your future, whatever it is, we'd love for you to join us here on the program. We'll walk you through whatever the next step should be. You know that when you follow us on Ion Money, you get these podcasts automatically. So just follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got questions, go to jillonmoney.com. Click on the Contact Us button while you're there. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Check out our other broadcasts. We've got a radio show. We've got another podcast. It's called Jill on Money. So check them out. All right. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Mark Talercio is my co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by Paramount. Mark, it sounds weird, isn't it? Do I have to say Viacom? Maybe I'm just going to say we're distributed by the company formerly known as CBS. (laughs) That's a mouthful. (laughs) It's like Prince. It's just Prince. Okay. Do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.